Let's pray. We're going to the word of God. Take your pen. Take your uh, Bibles. In this church, we believe in the word of God. We build our eyes. We are, we, Jesus said that um, the wise, they build on the rock. We build our lives on the word of God. And I believe it will surely bless you. So as you come to church, come with your Bibles, make reference, write down something. If you can write, write down something. Father, I want to thank you for the opportunity given to us. Once again, your word is life. Your word says that man shall not live alone through bread, but everywhere that comes from your mouth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Last week, I started a series, Winning the Battle Between Good and What? Evil. Um, I explained to you that in this life, there is a battle going on. And we read from Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, how there was war in heaven. There was battle in heaven and God God's angels led by Michael overthrew the devil Satan. Amen. And Satan was cast down here with his group, with his cohorts, the demons who became demons. They were good angels, but they became demons. Amen. But when they were cast down here, there was a voice by an angel who said that the people of the earth woe to you for the bad guy has come into your midst. Say the bad guy. Amen. And that is the devil. I'm just paraphrasing what the Bible says. Now let, let's go there. Let's let's read it. Revelation. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Revelation chapter twelve. We're reading from seven. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan. Who deceives the whole world? He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out within. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them, before our God day and night has been cast down 
And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Now turn to somebody and say, the devil has a short time. And he has a job to do. So the devil tries to make sure that he does that job within that short time. Because he knows he has a short time. And that is why when Jesus met a man with a demon and Jesus commanded the demon to come out, the demon said, Thou Jesus of Nazareth, what have we got to do with thee? Our time is not up. Amen. So there is a time, there is a time set out for the enemy. Amen. Let's go to the book of Mark. Let's go to the book of Mark. Verse 21. Then they went into Capernaum. And immediately on the Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribe. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know whom you are. The Holy One of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. In other scriptures, the devil, the demons will say our time is not up. So the devil knows and there is a walk. So you can live your life as normal. Oh, there's nothing going on. And that's why we need to be very clever. And last week I told you that the devil had been using seven gates. And these seven gates needs to be secured. We talked about three of them. And today I'll try to, to finish with the rest of the gate. The first gate we talk about is the gate of counseling. The gate of counseling. You know, counseling leads to two things. Either it will help you to make a good decision or bad decision. If you meet somebody who is doing drugs, 
The counsel that he will give to you is that, oh, there's a lot of money in it. And you can make money. If you meet somebody who's an arm robber, he will teach you. I met a young guy who got involved in robbery. And he was telling me how um, his friends were able to convince him to become an arm robber. You see, people will not tell you the other side. They only tell you one side of the story. How you can buy tablets, phones. You know, he was just uh, 21 years. You know, you tablet, phone, you can have money. And I was asking him, how much? He said, oh, I mean, at least uh, you can get about uh, 2,000 Ghana. I said, oh, so 2,000 Ghana cities, you want to risk your life? You could be shot. You will end up in prison spending long years there. Did you think about that? He said, oh, no. It was just about how we make money, you know. So that is true evil counseling. And then we talk, and we said that evangelism is a way of counseling people to leave their evil ways and come to what? The light. To leave their evil ways and come to the light. Evangelism is a form of, of way to help people to live a righteous life. And that's the gate of counsel. And number two, we also talked about the gate of judicial and morality. Amen. Judicial and morality. Being fair. As a matter of fact, the devil, he is not a fair guy. I met a man who had been through so much and I was talking and then he asked me, what have I done to the devil? I said, no, the devil. <laughs> you don't have to do something wrong to the devil. All that you need, the devil can pick on you. And that is why you need to position yourself. Morality, people grow up. Especially sometimes in a home, a girl just grow up and then the parent will start, why don't you go out? Why don't you? I lived in Takradian and I know what I'm talking about. The parent will ask some parent, not all, will ask their children, why don't you go out? At this stage, you need to have a boyfriend and you need to do this, you know. It's an evil counsel, and sometimes it lands people into trouble. Immorality lifestyle. That's where by people get into homosexuality, uh, lesbianism. You know, I mean, in fact, even in our schools, the girls, by association, by evil counseling. 
people get into it. Amen. So the gate of uh, uh, fairness, you know, God wants us to be fair. The golden rule is that what you want others to do to you, do to them. That's the golden rule. You need to be fair in your dealing. You don't have to say that, oh, uh, this one is happening to so-and-so. You know, when you talk about the things of God, it's not, it's not about MPP and DC thing. God wants you to bring your children to appreciate others, no matter how they are. To respect others, to honor others, to respect the views of others. And that gate needs to be secure. But if you have a home, that sometimes I know a certain house in Takradi, in the evening, men will line up with their cars and the girls in and out. And the boys also doing their own thing. Moral breakdown in the home. Some become drug addicts. Some become uh, marijuana smokers. You know, anything. Because that gate, maybe the father or the mother had not secured that moral gate. In the Anybody can come to the house. Amen. And we also talked about the gate number three, the gate of social service. Helping people in your community, the poor. If God has put something into your hands, look to somebody within your family, within your community, that you should help. You should extend help. Some of us, we have a lot of clothing. We don't need them. But we just tuck them instead of giving to somebody. So, because one of the cardinal points of Jesus' ministry, one of the cardinal points of Jesus' ministry is the ministry of compassion. Taking care of the poor, visiting prisoners, the orphans and widows, the poor. Hallelujah. That's where we end. And today we are continuing. I've just given you Hallelujah. The synopsis of what we talked about last Sunday. And today, the gate of education. Say the gate of education. The gate of education. The gate of education is very important gate. Hosea 6, 4. The Bible says, 
For my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. In fact, there are good policies of every government. But some of the policies, the government don't have the political will to implement them because the people lack knowledge. Amen. Government will spend a lot of money to put up nice things, edifices. And because of lack of knowledge, the people don't know how to maintain them. Amen. Lack of knowledge. We are here. We are in Ghana here. We've seen many life. As a matter of fact, the police are saying about 22% of accidents on the high road that have been claiming lives come as a result of breakdown vehicles. And the government introduced toll levy. You contribute. I will contribute. So that as soon as a vehicle gets um, uh, it's broken down, they will clear it. So that you will not go and hit it. People say no. And it become a battle. It's because of what? Lack of education. The government is subtle. I mean, from the time of President Kofo up to now, Sodom and Gomorrah, the government is every day spending money. But the people say, no, we like our slum. And they have even taken the government to court. Lack of education. You can see a man just in front of us here, psycho, standing and you just pull, pull up the manhood in a glad view of people and urinating. You see, so, you see, lack of education, it makes you behave like a fool. These are common things. Just last week, you know, this beautiful edifice here, the flyover. Just, I saw a woman had packed yams. He sold it and selling it. And you ask yourself, why? Lack of what? Education. We travel to London, we travel to America, and we love it. And we wish we can even import what we see there to Ghana. Amen. Find out on our roads, kiosks all over the place. You can't do this in a civilized place. And it's all because of what? 
lack of education. Somebody said, if you say education is costly, try illiteracy. So there are so many things. I went to school of mines. So I know about mining regulations. And to see women, because even we as miners, you, we have a protective clothing from your hair to your feet. And you see women standing in a river mixed with macrum and cyanide. Do you know the health implications? And sometimes the water is at their waist level. All in the name of Mipeska. My children have to eat. Let, let us be serious as people. So education is very important. Education is very important. People think that they can just do anything anyhow and will leave. At least education will help you to know, take care of yourself hygienically. Take care of yourself. You know, there are some things you won't do. There are some food you won't eat. So the gate of education must be secured by every family. We thank God that now SHS have become free. As a matter of fact, it will help a lot of people. Just for people to acquire some level of what? Knowledge. How to manage themselves. Amen. I used to have a friend. He was a good friend of mine. And we used to sometimes go to Chobai and eat. And when we eat, we lick our hands, you know, the food wall. Sometimes some of the soup will run on your ankle and you want to lick them. Amen. And then the, when I went to school and I came back, you know, we used to there was a place we used to go. So when there, now this, I requested, I want fork and this thing. Ah, so you went to school, you, you, you started using fork. What do you mean? And while I was eating gently, he was licking, lick every place, frata, frata, frata. Now later he said he will not he will not go to the spot with me anymore because I, I you see we need to learn are you with me say education education let's go to Matthew chapter twenty eight and let's see what Jesus said how many 
many of you know that Jesus was called teacher? And what, what, what is the vocation of a teacher? To teach. Jesus was called now Matthew 28:19 Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you and lo I am with you always even to the end of the age amen so Jesus said we should go and teach what i'm doing is i'm teaching you jesus was a teacher educating the people there are certain lifestyles that it is only through the church that you could be taught that this thing is wrong Teaching, education. Amen. And that is why sometimes the enemy can infiltrate our schools with certain teachings, some education sector, or some institutions will want to introduce something. And we must secure that gate. Education is vital. Reading. Read. There are some of us, as soon as we come from school, that is all. We don't read. We don't read anymore. Some of us will only read comic. If you read comic only, you become what? Comedian. Amen. Read about economics. You know, thank God, um, I sometimes travel by first class or business class. When you look around all the white, the newspaper they read, Financial Times, that's what they read first. Why others were reading comic and sensational stories? That should form you. Because sometimes we even are not educated. We want money. We are working for money, but we are not educated about how to make money. How many people know something about investment? Even account. To have an account. Some say, oh, no, no, no. I'm not stupid to put my money into. But when I was growing up as a boy, it was not easy for Ghanaians to save with banks. So the government came out. There was a, a song, a, a, a special song. Every morning and evening, they'll be playing a GBC. Commercial Bank. How many of you remember that song? Amen. 
Because people say, no, to put my money in bank, I'll put it under my bed. It comes with what? Education. Education. So even if you are into business, try to learn something about what you are doing. Education. So the gate of education is very important. The things you open doors to your life, those are things that are going to happen. The things you allow them to pass through the gate of your mind, that is how you're going to be. Education. Now gate number five. Gate of government. Say gate of government. Gate of government. As believers, sometimes we think it is wrong for Christians to get involved or Christians to be in governmental position. And that is why we allow certain people with corruptible characters and they go there and dictate to us. Sometimes you, you listen to people who claim to be government or to be party communicators. Then you begin to ask yourself, why all these people are imposing themselves on us? It's because the good people have refused to get involved. Are you with me? So, when the righteous rules, there is one peace. Turn with me to Proverbs. Proverbs 29, verse 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. When the righteous, when the right person, it is not about NDC or CPP or MPP. It is about the person who is the minister there. The character and the attitude. If the person is greedy, if the person is corrupt, are you with me? No matter, you can change parties, but if the person in authority there is corrupt, Nothing will work. If all that the person is thinking about, about is what it will come to his pocket before even deciding the deal. Then, we are in trouble. But the righteous, with the fear of God, who will be sincere, who, 
who will be sincere and, and rightly do what is right. If he's negotiating for Ghana, he will not tell the guy, uh, put so and so into my account here. And add it to what Ghanaians will pay. The people who, who fear God, people who have the fear of God in their heart, will do the right thing. And so, I pray that some of you will become MPs and ministers. We don't have to allow corruptible people to get there and then they, they begin to mismanage, they begin to steal, they begin to do all kinds of nonsense. Are you with me? We need good people. It's not about part, it's about the person there. The person there. Hallelujah. So government, when right people are in government, they can influence. They can, they can um, come up with certain law. For instance, do you know that some people are lobbying for gay rights to become a law in Ghana? So if you don't have MPs and and these gay people, they have money. They give this one 100,000, this one hundred. They can bribe in America. That's what they did to Obama. They have money. They are in influential places. They are big businesses. That's a place in America I used to buy equipment for the church. All the people there are gay. They will not employ you if you are not a gay. So everybody knows, as for that shop, it's a gay shop. That's how powerful they are becoming. And when it comes to elections, they lobby, put money together. You go to some of the firm industries. Most of the, the people there, they are gays. You look at some of the news anchors, they are gays. And they are there as gatekeepers. So anything contrary to homosexuality or to gayism, they fight against it. Amen. One man was telling me, he said, I'm looking forward that my son will come with another man with beard that we want to get married. So I will ship him. He will never... But if we don't pray and put the right people there, and I must, I must salute the late President Mills for standing. There was a time that they said they would not give us aid if he would not accept it. And then he refused. 
for them to, to even use eggs as a bait. That should tell you how desperate. If they want to fool around, they can fool around. But you can't impose. If we are not careful after that, people also will say, well, I'm a cleptomania. Everything I see, I see. So I want my right to steal. Where are we going as a society? Do you know that now there are people who are also advocating that if you have a dog, you can sleep with them. Oh, it has started. Is their right to sleep with their dog or the adult to sleep with them? So, all these things are integral battle or fight. You know, the Bible talks about how the devil is a deceiver and he cunningly goes about his work. And we need to resist. Hallelujah. And to resist that, we need people to be in government who speak the mind of Christ, who speak the mind of righteousness, who will stand for righteousness' sake so that God will not destroy the whole generation. Amen. Then it will go on to a time even if you have a land, somebody will come and say, well, me, my right is to look for empty land and take them by force. It's my right. You can't build society that way. And so, we need to have some of you young ones coming. Don't say politics is dirty. It is the people who go there that make it dirty. We need godly people who will give the backing to the things of God and for godliness to rule, for the righteous to rule. Put your hands together for the Lord. Gate number seven is the gate of finances or financial gate. If you don't secure this gate in your life, in your family, in your marriage, things could go wrong. And therefore, you need to be educated. The, um, I read a book, it said, the science of money starts with arithmetic. One, two, three. It's the science of money. Amen. Or mathematics. Some of us are not conscious of this. We go to school, to university. We are not conscious. We think, oh, money does not matter. Who told you? The Bible says, money answers all things. You don't have to wait. Some of us, we want to wait when we are in need before we start thinking about the need of money or how important money is. I've seen brilliant children, very good in my time, who passed common entrance. 
but could not get to school because of lack of what? Money. And so you cannot sit and, and you will not take care. And that's why you need to learn the discipline of savings. You need to have that discipline. You cannot be spending everything that comes, you spend. Everything that comes, you spend. You need to know how to manage money. You need to know how to make savings. You need to know about investment. In fact, you when until your money will get to investment stage. You see, when your money gets to investment stage, even while you are sleeping, your money is working for you. That's what investment, the, I mean, the definition I can give you that your money is working for you. If you are working yourself, you earn salary. Is that right? For instance, you are paid 2000 But when you put 500 into treasury bill or to any investment, that 500 is working for you. It is not you that is working, but your money is working for you. And you need to get there. Amen. And don't behave like an ostrich that money is not. If it's not, it will hit you. There's a way to make money. And all these things are there. Making money is not all about buying and selling. Though that is another way. But it seems like we all the time want to depend on the buying and sell. Amen. I pray that even you get to a place where you'll be cutting deal. You'll be making oil deals. How many of you believe that it's going to happen? A deal. Amen. Just last Thursday I received an email from U.S. And somebody was getting into a deal of building a whole city. Billions of dollars. And the person was asking me to pray that the deal will go through. A whole city with bridges is amazing. When I look at the pictures. And if you don't educate yourself about money, money will not come. Let's look at some few scriptures about money. Are you with me? Let's go to Ecclesiastes. Chapter 7, verse 12. Are you there? For wisdom is a defense. 
And money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. So money, the Bible describes money as what? A defense. Say defense. Ashua money is a defense. Kashut is a defense. Jayate is a defense. Agoji is a defense. Kudi is a defense. Amen. It's a defense because there are some things. When you are sick, it will take what? Money. There are some things it will take money to settle them. And so, in your thinking, in your scheming, you need to be educated. There are some of you you don't want to learn anything about money and how it works. Money has a principle that it works. Amen. Now let's let's look at another scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 19. A feast is made for laughter and wine maketh merry. But money answereth all things. So number two, money answers what? All things. If you want to buy your own plane, can't you buy it? But it will take what? If today you, you, you are a tenant and today you said, I want to buy a new house and move in tomorrow. Can it be possible? But what will answer that? Amen. So, the Bible says, you know, we, we, we used to, the negative aspect, money is the root of all evil. The Bible says, money is the, the love of money. You see, the devil wants you to quote, money is the root. That's not what God said. God says the love of money. Now you love money so much that you can kill and make money. You don't care how you make your money. Amen. But money answers all things. Money, if, if you want to write in Mercedes brand new. Is it possible? But it will take what? Money to answer that. It will take money to answer that. So money answered all things. Put your hands together for the Lord. That is why God has his own way. God has his own principle of making us rich. And as a matter of fact, prosperity 
is part of the gospel. And that's what Jesus says in Matthew 6, 33. It's a sick first, the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. And all other things shall be added unto you. You need to know the discipline of money. Say the discipline of having money. Some of us know how to spend, but we don't know how to how to manage money. Hallelujah. It's our prayer that you need to you really need to know what the word of God says about money. Now Proverbs 23 5 Would thou set thy eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle towers heaven. The Bible is saying money can fly away. The reason why you need to discipline yourself, money can do what? Fly away. And then you begin to say, oh, me Amine. Amen. Oh, the woman used to call me Boze, 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 Boze. Now when they see me, they don't even mind me. So you need to learn discipline. Learn how to manage the resources you have. Don't go about borrowing that you know you cannot pay. Don't go about buying things in credit that you cannot pay. Then you bring a whole lot of, you see, indebtedness will make you a slave because the Bible says the borrower is a slave to the lender. So every day, people will come and knock at your door. Away, even when you are sleeping, they have power over you. Hey, or that or chatty. What do we call chatty? So I'm owing you, so I can't have my tea. Amen. They can talk to you anyhow. Hey, so when are you going to pay? Hey, you think, you think, I I mean, that's how you see, you see your life. You see your life. That's because you are owing. And sometimes your hands is at your back. Oh, Oh, please, I will pay. I will pay. So, learn about money. Learn about the principles of money. 
how to make money in the right way, how to maintain money, how to grow money. It's part of God's teaching to his people. You need to learn it. So that a time will come then your life will become something else. Put your hands together for the Lord. The last one the gate of media, arts, and entertainment. You see how they influence society. Any stupid guy can even go naked on, on, on a screen and he become a celebrity. Foolish people fool around and they become celebrity and they have followers. Quite recently, one of them, who the lady said, oh, the woman, his pioneer, I mean, his champion, what? Women should not wear pants. They should just walk about wear, without wearing pants. Look at that. All in the name of what? Celebrating. And we just watch them all. But they are very influential. The devil is also working through there. If you don't check those things, the thing that comes to your screen, on your TV, the things you allow your children to watch, they will eventually, they will eventually influence them. The devil can use arts and entertainment to draw a lot of followers. Amen. Years ago, when I was growing up, you can't watch a TV and see a man kissing a woman. In fact, the first time I saw a man uh, kissing a woman on a screen, I think I went to talk about it, visited my mother, and I, I closed my eyes. I was just... these days, daytime. And it has influence on the children. Go on the net. People are propagating all kinds of nonsense. Now there are people Listen to me. There are men who are propagating. They marry their wives. They want to sleep with their wife in the normal way and also through the annals. It's there. And these are high profile people. They come out there, they throw things up and you think it just a statement. There's one boy who called himself what? I don't know. What a couple or what is called himself? A pastor's son. 
His father, I know the father, very good pastor. Very good man of God. And he says, oh, men shouldn't wear pants. He doesn't wear pants. Not even, he just put a skirt there. And, and people learn. Because I remember when we were kids, the things we see, we act it. You go to church, the thing you see, you also, you come home, you are a pastor. Entertainment is the gateway. One of the frustrated celebrities, they call herself, me, I don't call them celebrity. What are they celebrating? They are celebrating foolishness. He said he does not believe in Jesus. He does not. And who cares? Who cares? Let's watch this. There's a battle of evil and what? Good going on. And that's why men of God or women, you need to listen to men of God and women of God. Some of this uh, telenovel that is going on. Is a man who sleep with somebody and sleep with a sister? Do you think it's just an act? This is the devil's act. And people watch it and get so crazy about it. What is it behind it? So it becomes easy that a man can sleep with somebody's sister. And then sleep with his own wife, sleep with a sister. Is it a good behavior that people should apply? People should waste their time and watch it. Because Yasumiya and dead. Amen. 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 Put your hands together. I'm almost through. The gate of entertainment, it is something that we need to look at. Let's look at our last scripture. Luke 17, 28. Say, may God help us. May God help us. Is that likewise also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom. It rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. You know what is going on? It's just like what was happening in the days of what? Sodom and Gomorrah. All these things. Clean your heart with what? The word of God. Say the word of God. Walk in the word of God. And it will help you. Social media has come to help us. 
But there is also the bad side of it. Don't take everything, then you put it out there to the public. Why? You don't need to do that. It's not everything you see on the screen. A man will sleep with a wife, sleep with a daughter, and this, they make it sensational. But it's a message of the devil. May God help us to descend between evil and what? Good. Don't just watch things because it's so fascinating. Oh, the story. Oh, it's this. It's that. You know, it's all they are portraying controversy as a normal thing that can happen. As normal. Oh, it's a normal. Oh, say BSC. ABC or my ABC, why, why? Hallelujah. Let's, let's be careful. You see, people are exporting their culture. People are exporting their culture. We Africans, we have good manners, good culture. It's not everything. I've been to America. I've traveled through many states in America. There is object poverty in America. I'm telling you. See people queuing for food in America. We need to be careful and know that there's a battle going on. It's not, don't watch those things for entertainment. To you, oh, they'll put it as what? Entertainment. But it's not an entertainment. It's the devil entertainment. Lift up your hands. Father, we pray that you help us to see this battle going on between evil and good. Grant us the knowledge and the wisdom. Lead us according to your word. your word. Let there be light in the darkness. In Jesus name. Amen. If anyone here want to give his or her light to Jesus,